1: And welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I
2: am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? How's the new home? How's everything?
1: The new home is great. It's a lot of upkeep, but a lot it's of going upkeep. well. Yeah. What is
2: the biggest thing that you just don't feel equipped to do?
1: I don't know. I mean, at first I felt equipped to do nothing.
2: Right. Um, but some things come easier than others. Right.
1: And you're just kind of like, I don't really understand, like... The house should come with a manual or something of like, you know, all the little quirks about it. Like, mm. you know, this, this uh, knob doesn't really turn all the way or right. something, but we had a, we had a plumbing issue, um, the other day and that was just like, I can't believe this is my problem kind of right. thing. you <laughs> know what I mean? That's when I really missed apartment living.
2: Do, do you call a plumber? Like, so who yeah. do you get the plumber
1: from? Aileen. Is
2: it- Aileen had one,
1: and then she asked Rusty, and then word of mouth, yeah, yeah, and then that's how we found the plumber. Well, they say to like she because she didn't leave a, us a name of a plumber, but this guy was pretty good. But then he had to like open the ceiling, which was kind of annoying.
2: Okay, so
1: he had to open the ceiling, and I'm like, do you have to open the ceiling? Because like I definitely have no fucking idea how to close right. the ceiling after you. He's like, <laughs> I don't close the ceiling. He's like, but if your husband's handy, like he could just fix it really easy. I'm like, I don't think, I, I don't think he's. <laughs>
2: At that point, I would look at him and be like, are you fucking with me? What do you mean? You open it up? You're not a closer-upper? What's going on? I don't
1: close. I only open.
2: That's crazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You make a mess. You clean it up, buddy. I think also it's funny when you leave the city, I feel like the urgency of everyone who's working is just much... Lower because
2: all like, urgency is lower. Yes, all yeah. ur- No,
1: no one's really in a rush to come do anything, right? Um. So even like the plumber was supposed to come on on um all Monday. Lazy
2: suburbanites. He was
1: supposed to come on Monday, and then like he called and he's like, you know, it's it's raining a lot. I'm like, the job <laughs> is the job is inside though. Right. <laughs> like, he's like, I'll come tomorrow. I'm like, that's just that's just not how things work like here.
2: Right, and 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 you might not have anyone else to call. Right, right, and you're at that point. Right, right, right. They they kind of know that. They're like, "I'm the only plumber in town. Good luck, (laughs)
1: loser. Yeah, Yeah. good Uh, luck trying to find someone to close up this hole. Yeah, maybe your handy husband can do it.
2: (laughs) That is like almost demeaning. (laughs) Maybe your husband knows how to do what I know how to do. Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Yeah, and then um, and then Mike gets home, and I show him the hole in the ceiling, and he's like, "I have no." He's like, "What are you? Why would you even mention that?" Right. Of course, <laughs> I have no idea how to drop put the drywall new new drywall on the season I, on, the, on it, the ceiling. Rather.
2: I mean, I would look at you if if I was married to you, I'd be like, "Do we even know each other?" <laughs> I'd be like, "The idea that you're asking me to maybe dry wall." I-
1: he suggested. It. He's made it seem very easy. It's like a lot of that stuff where I'm just kind of like. And you feel like such a sucker too, because you have no idea how much anything costs. Like, how much do you think I have no? Like, how much would it cost for a plumber to come and fix a leak? Um,
2: anywhere from sixty thousand to seventy thousand (laughs) dollars. I have
0: no idea. idea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm kind of like, it's literally like whatever price he tells me it is. I'm not going to be like, well, we'll just keep the leak.
2: (laughs) Right. This is very much like how uh, movies are written. You know, like it's, you know, small town gal moving to the big city gets taken advantage of by all the the big city problems. Exactly. Big city woman (laughs) moves to small town, you know, Long Island gets taken advantage of by all the small town, you know, snake oil salesman. You know, like this is.
1: It's kind of like, I guess, starting anything that's new. You just feel like really stupid for a while. And then I assume eventually you feel less stupid once you've repaired. Four leaks or something. Right.
2: Once you've met like four different plumbers. Right. And you go, I know what the going rate is. I know who's honest. I know who's not honest. You know, it's uh, that's uh, this is change is hard
1: yes and expensive and but right you know what it's uh it's going uh, it's it's a little bit of a new adventure
2: i think that is actually fun though mm-hmm. would you rather have a house that was perfect and you're just sitting in your quiet house with your husband with no problems at all or right. would you rather have like these small things to kind of like argue over talk about yeah. you
1: know it adds a This is the spice of life. Well, I thought about that. Yeah. And I I mean, I I talked on the benefits episode about feeling old, but nothing also makes me feel more old than calling Mike. The plumber's here. He says it's this much. What do you think? He's like, I also don't know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, isn't this why parents exist? Do you call his parents, your parents? What do you do? I guess we're kind of like, we'll just figure it out. Yeah. Like Whatever. If we get like scammed for like an extra hundred bucks, it's whatever.
2: Right. Well, okay. that's when you have to start getting on the, that, this is the things I would think you need to be on the same wavelength as a, how uh, much, a right. couple like how much
1: do we care
2: about getting fucked?
1: Yes. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is one of those the underrated a little bit. Right. Enough <laughs> to complain to each other, but not enough to go find the next plumber. Well,
1: they're like, they're like, Oh, you should get three quotes from three different people. I'm like, who has time for this? There's a leak right. in the ceiling. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> who said that? That's one of those things where you go. Oh, I guess that's how your marriage works, right?
1: And also, like, then you have to be home. Like, does no one work? Like, right. I have shit to do. <laughs> like, I'm not just gonna. I'm well, sitting around waiting for three plumbers to come.
2: This is called value systems. This is when you're <laughs> dating. Um, you don't really, you know, in what world is a third date spent on? How much you care about, I guess, like, I guess what could you look at to know value systems is like the way the person tips a weight staff. You go, oh, they care a little bit too much about giving
1: 20% versus 15%. You know what I mean? Like, right. Their attitude, like, is how does that, like, uh, how does that play into their value system? Right. It's hard to
2: know. And then, This is, I, I, you know, it's funny. It's just, this is when you're in the beginning of dating. You're like, I have all the answers. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. And then you go, well, this is shit. You can't find out until years into the process.
1: Right. You have no idea how someone's going to react to, you know, the little thing. And the The leak in the ceiling that needs some help.
2: Hey, put a bucket down until we price it out. Like that's an answer someone could give. They could give it. That's a value system.
1: Yeah. Or it's.
2: I need. I'm not looking at a leak, right? You know, like there's two different people, for,
1: right? And I also, and also, like about the amount of time that you have, right? Well, do you want to? Do you want to come home and sit at home and wait <laughs> for the three different guys to come in and then call them back and see when they're available and get the next one? Or do you? Right? Wanna, it's kind of. Uh, it's all that. It's all a that big, fun stuff. Yeah. The
2: the the mess of you know interpersonal relationships. And That's why we're here. Yes. Every Wednesday, we talk about your dating issues. We want you guys to keep sending in your emails. UUP at Betches.com. We have so many great emails. We have so many great I, I mean, at the end of this episode, we have Gary, the Golden Bachelor. What a pleasure. He
1: was great. It was
2: so great. I want you guys to go listen, go enjoy it, because it was just such a
1: such a good, funny guy. He was he was happy with us making fun of him a little bit. He's got the right attitude. Amazing attitude. Yeah. As as only a, you know, elder man from the, from the Midwest. I Could guess, be. you know, it's funny, Could it's have. like
2: when uh, we were talking to him, like, I guess the stakes are kind of low when you think about his, like, totally. yeah, I'm going to go on the show. If I meet someone, fine. If I don't, I'm going to be
1: on the lake. Well, I think that's the beauty of the, of the Golden Bachelor, and this comes out, I guess, I think that comes out tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, right?
2: Right. The show starts on yeah. Thursday, the 28th. I'm yeah.
1: actually going to, I like the idea of, like, because I think that The Bachelor has gotten so, like climby where it's like you just know everyone's there, just wants an extra hundred thousand Instagram followers, right. and it becomes like feeling a little like I, it's hard to take this seriously. But the Golden Bachelor, right? Very much like he's he said that too. Like no one wants to be an Instagram influencer. They're all in their sixties. Like they already have. <laughs> like you already have a career, or if you don't, you're probably fine with that. By the time you're in your sixties,
2: right. <laughs> you you are fine with your place in life. I, right. I climber is a great word to yeah. use because it's like. Where am I going to climb? Right. You know, I'm, I'm looking for someone to sit in a rocking chair with. Yeah. And that's it. But again, I do think drama will ensue. I don't know. They are sponsoring this episode. We should, We should like, be they are. somewhat up front. Of, but, I, but I mean, I, everyone I mean, knows your I, yeah. love of reality TV generally. You love The Bachelor. And I love The Bachelor. We I mean, talked
1: about this with uh, Naomi on Oversharing, too. Like, we were excited for this season. So it's sponsored, but it's also, Um. I'm, I'm intrigued.
2: I, I... I am ready to live stream this show. And listen, if you're listening right now on Wednesday, my preview of every contestant is out.
1: Yes, then, on, on uh, Betches.com. I don't right? know about it. Well, we're going to oh, figure something maybe not. out. Okay. <laughs> we might. Never mind. <laughs> I'll okay. talk to someone here. Sorry. We'll see what we can work I'm out. got that. Um, okay, your preview of every my contestant. My preview of the
2: contestants is out wherever it may be. Okay. Um, I I do, Listen, I they are fun to make fun of. I have to say, I am taking a you're lot of are play- making fun
1: of older women? That's
2: right. <laughs> I guess I am. Nice. They're fun to joke about and with. I hope that they take it in stride in the way that I've done it. I'm not going to change how I make fun of The Bachelor just because right. they got a couple wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound bad? I don't know. <laughs> just no, listen. It's just, a, to me, it's a Respect more fun. Your <laughs> I I will make fun of them respectfully. Okay. Uh, I hope. You know, you never know.
1: You did say you had a plan for uh, the, how you're dressing, though. So oh, we'll see. Don't, we'll don't say. tell Sorry. people. Sorry. I got a lot of plans. Yeah. I got a lot of costumes.
2: Okay. Um, we'll see
1: how respectful it turns out. Right. Let's see. I mean, Gary seemed to enjoy uh, your the, sense of humor. He did. Yeah.
2: He, I think he was into it. He liked us. Yeah. He said he wanted to come back.
1: Yeah, he said it. He also yeah.
2: mentioned ratings, so maybe that had to do with it.
1: It's true. But, Get, Gary's know. in the, he's, he's not a little innocent, old, you know. No,
2: no, no. He ain't, no, no, no. This guy knows what he's <laughs> you know? doing. This guy, he's playing it. Uh, he is playing it right. I mean, when he said, you're going to see later in the episode, when he says to us, the hard part about being single is, I just don't know what to do with all this extra food.
1: But, Tears, but has got for, misty in patties there. Patties for four.
2: Patties. This is a preview of what's to come. Um, if you want to enjoy my funnies, I'm going to be on the road. Huntington, Ooh. Long Island. I'm coming to Jordana's there.
1: home. Friday.
2: Friday night. There's still some tickets available, I think, If okay. unless something... Crazy happened between did, did now and then. Did you get me my tickets? Your tickets are all set. I got you all in, you know, the plumbing section. Yeah,
1: the leak uh, next to the ceiling <laughs> leak. Yeah, where, yeah. Where, where we feel at home.
2: Right, exactly. I want to oh. make sure you feel comfy. That no, it's a great theater.
1: I, I drove past it. it looks nice.
2: Here's what happens. You know, it's funny when you're younger. As you age, you hear the same things from the same people all the time. Like. Right. You're younger, you hear, I love Fire Island. Oh, we don't have flats at the beach. You don't even have to go to the bar on heels. And then you get older and it's Huntington, Long Island. Oh, it's like a little New York. It's like they have all the restaurants that you have in New York. <laughs> it's such a great time. It's like, it's so funny how like these things over time. The, you People know, the,
1: like repeating the same talking points. Yeah. Right.
2: And so I'm excited to see this metropolis known as Huntington. Everyone talks about it. Glowingly, Who's everyone? I, I keep hearing. Uh. Anytime I mention them at the Paramount, they're like, whoa. Oh, wow. All
1: right, we'll have to deal. go out.
2: We're going to go out. We're going to party. Um, also, Seattle, second show added. Charlotte, uh, Philly, Syracuse, D.C., Baltimore, Dania Beach, Portland, Oregon, Arizona, San Diego, Boston, Chicago, Jaredfree.com. <laughs>
1: you won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
3: Today,
1: we're talking about uh, a little bit about the chase, I guess. The chase. You ready? I'm ready. Hi, J&J. First off, thank you so much for your service and being real with dating. You guys got me through my first big breakup a little over a year ago, and I'm currently thriving in my single life.
2: Got you, girl.
1: Love to hear it. I'm 24, female, and I recently moved to New York City about a month ago. I had a few flings from Hinge when I was living where I was living before, but I definitely get discouraged and burnt out. Now that I'm in New York City and cuffing season is upon us, I think I'm ready to meet someone here. I'd love it to be in person, but I know the apps are also very realistic these days. So this is the dilemma. I'm somewhat old-fashioned and I think that the guy should make the first move, hinge likes included. Most of my friends of course agree, so it's so Most of my friends of course agree it's so normal to like the guy first on Hinge, but I have a few friends who strongly believe that the guy should like the girl on Hinge saying the right guy for you would like you. I know this is a very gender stereotype, but on some level, I agree. It would be nice for these cute guys I see to like me on Hinge. I may not be everyone's cup of tea, which I understand, but it has me wondering, Jared, what are guys' thoughts on girls liking them? Jordana, do you feel that this stigma exists in dating apps too, where guys should like the girl? I'm pretty forward and confident. I'm a pretty forward and confident person, but I would like to be virtually courted a bit and not have to like the guy myself. I could be overthinking it, and I may not be popping up on, on their hinge. But it's been a big topic of discussion amongst my friends. Thoughts on girls making the first move on the apps? Thanks so much. You guys are the best A traditional betch.
2: I like this email. A lot of mm-hmm. buzzy words in it. Yeah. The whole traditional thing. Um, corded. Corded. What did they say? The uh, The... Virtually courted, I guess that was the phrase. I,
1: I gender stereotypes, gender
2: stereotypes, all that good stuff. Here's,
1: look,
2: I I think if you, I I think you have to stop living and saying who you are and start like owning what you like. Okay, this feels whenever someone says I'm more traditional, it feels judgmental. I think of it's someone I, else of someone else, right. It never feels like, and it feels like you never really even did what you're talking about. It's too vague, mm-hmm. and I think you're gonna run into problems. I think you're gonna run into negativity. I think you're gonna run into you being a little bit ranty and writing your own because blog, she's so to labeling speak. Labeling
1: herself, right.
2: right? I think she's la- making
1: it a societal thing,
2: right? A religion, right, so to speak. And it's like it doesn't come off well. And I noticed, and it, to, I'm just giving you my side of things. I am mm-hmm. whenever, and again, like the guys who say I'm more traditional, you make your assumptions of them as well. Right. You know, where, so I think it's okay to be like. Or I, the
1: guys who say they're not traditional. Right. Make your own.
2: Judgment. You're going to have <laughs> right. another judgment with yeah. that. I think what this person needs to get in, they're young. Let me just also remind 24. them. 24. To say that you got through a breakup and, you know, Th- that was a different reality. You're living right. in a way different reality at 24 than you were with your the big city. Yeah. You know? Big city gal, your high school boyfriend or whatever college boyfriend that you were living, you know, kind of felt like you guys were living in reality. It wasn't real.
1: Mm-hmm. This is, we're here to tell you any, th- any past relationships you've had weren't real. <laughs> Didn't matter. <laughs>
2: yes. I don't know. It's just like, you know, to me, you got to taste it to know if you like it and it's okay. Okay. To change your mind. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like when you say, I'm traditional, you are actually making yourself not vulnerable.
1: Well, I think what she could say is, like, I like when a guy messages me first or likes me first. And there's nothing wrong with that.
2: Nothing is wrong with that. I think what we get into uh, with a lot of these dating conversations, it gets down. It gets annoying Mm because it's like, like, I put, let me give you an example. I said on this podcast, I don't want to date a teacher. That's a very specific thing that comes from past experience informing my future decisions. It wasn't because I think teachers are bad people. It wasn't because I think teacher teaching isn't a great profession. It wasn't because I don't think that they're not beautiful and attractive. It's just me making some form of judgment based off of past feelings and taste
1: right you like what you like just it's just like anyone likes anything
2: well that's right but right. I think she's afraid when you say to when someone says I'm traditional ah, I think you're I, I think I think it's you'll be better served in saying ah, I like a guy when I like a guy who likes my profile. Because again, she's already testing it out with the group. Yeah. She's already like, Well, I have lots of friends who are on this. She's side trying of to
1: get permission to feel right. the way that she feels, which she doesn't need permission for. Just like we you, you talked about this on your TED talk with the uh first date who pays on the first date. Right. You could just prefer that the guy pays on the first date.
2: That's okay.
1: It doesn't have to be uh because you're you're labeling yourself as any kind of way
2: right and and I get again, we get it more than anyone mm-hmm. where you're kind of like bracing yourself for this like internet commenter who you have no good response for right like let's just say, you know having taste is kind of gross, you know because <laughs> anyone can take your taste, use it against you and go, oh you stop because you, you like that thing. you don't like a teacher right,
1: yeah you don't like heroes who teach our children. <laughs> Well, you're, here's the thing, though. I mean, your preferences, I think anyone can have any preferences that they want at any mm. time in dating. That's like a complete, like, they should. Um, it could be limiting, but that's right. fine. If you don't, like, do you know what I mean? Like, because let's say you say you don't really like to date teachers. Does that mean that there's absolutely no scenario where you would ever go on a date with a teacher? Exactly. Because it would be like the worst thing that you could ever possibly imagine? No. It just means like that's not something that you see and is like a, a, a huge plus for you.
2: Right, and again, the teacher example, some people, again, and I'm saying this to this person, if they're listening right now, some people hear this teacher example and they can't hear anything else. They, they, they go, well, Jared hates fucking teachers. <laughs> and it's like, that couldn't be farther from the truth. Jared can't get hard for a fucking teacher. Like that's all they hear. And you have to admit to that. Taste is gross. Yeah, like for you to go. Right. I like you know when anyone could look at her and go. She's like she's she could say, Nah, I don't date anyone who likes me on the dating apps. I like to. Uh, you're, I I I don't date anyone where I have to like them. If they don't like my profile, I'm not gonna go on a date with them. That's okay to say. Someone could poke a hole in that real quick and go, Oh, who are you? Right. Oh, Miss, I gotta be liked on the yeah. dating app. Or you know, it's like
1: you know you're being old fashioned. It doesn't right. work like that. Do I like. Whatever people want to, th- want to think, that's fine. And maybe there's like, um, again, any taste, any preference you have limits your options to an extent, but that's called sure. having taste.
2: That's called having taste. Yes. Uh, yeah, I this so she can do whatever she wants. She might be surprised. I think when you say, I don't like, here, here's what happens. When you say I'm old fashioned, you're never wrong. <laughs> you know, like you're never, like when you say, I don't go out with guys where they where I have to like them first. Then they then people could go, well, uh, good luck finding a, a match. Then you know, right. Miss Picky, I'm old fashioned. Oh, the Queen of England. Oh, whoa, look at this high end, <laughs> high end bitch. So I understand why she's doing that. Yeah, I'm old fashioned is easier she's than making it, yeah. a decision where right. you could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Because wait a minute, oh wait, this guy liked my profile. And uh, no, I like this guy's profile. We went on a date. We had a great time, and now we're like kind of seeing each other. And then someone goes, "Oh, I thought you don't go out with guys who."
1: Well, that's right. That's the difference between making it a part of your personality. Right. I'm traditional versus a preference. Right. You've, you can have a preference and still enjoy the things that not that isn't your preference.
2: Right. And that's where I I do think, and I'm I know I'm making this maybe too broad. I do think we ever gen- we are a generation of not wanting to be wrong. We're a generation of being embarrassed, slam dunked on. You know, we're a generation of like if you put out the TikTok where you say something that gets you know used in a in, in a what do they call a stitch? I, 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 I go to yeah. Candace for our uh, our TikTok languaging. When you someone can make us, I made a TikTok where I said the one thing I've learned about women, and then I go on this like joke, right? And people took stopped it at the one thing I learned about women. They stopped right there and they go, ah, oh, right, uh, you know, they made fun of me for saying you've only learned one thing about women, right? Fine, the joke, I get it, it's funny, um, but I think we live in fear of that now. Like of I being think like what,
1: called out, called yeah, out, yeah,
2: and I think what you know. And I see this, again, from the female side of things. Not to say that men don't do anything wrong and we're, we're awful. We're the worst. I, I, I agree. Mm. But if I'm to give feedback to the female you know, gender, it's this weird thing of like, I, hear, I feel judged as a guy. Where it's like, I saw a TikTok. The woman wrote, um, or she said on TikTok, she goes, I'm a a person who loves a good night's sleep. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) The thing about me. The thing about me is I like a good night's sleep. And you go, who's out there? Who's the opposite? Then you stitched it. So then I stitched (laughs) it. I said, you stupid women. No, I. (laughs) but I'm saying like, I saw that and I was like, and it does seem that women talk like this a lot, where it's like, I'm... I'm just you're a the, person well, you're the star. Here's who's the thing. traditional, but I guess men do this too. But, but social I, I, media
1: also allows you to be like the star of your own show. Sure. You know, you get 25 followers and you're like, people want to know how, you know, sleep affects me.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's why you talk that way. Right, yeah. But I, I, I guess it's like, she's kind of doing this in her dating life. Right. And, and it's like, it's okay to speak however you want to speak, but you will be better served if you go, I, and it's okay, because then you're going to get rid of people that you don't want to be around. Right. You know, you're going to be a better dater. I like when someone does this thing. Yeah. I don't like, take, that, that is taking a chance as much as it doesn't seem
1: exactly. like. Exactly. And you don't have to like dig your heels into it. You could just say that's what you prefer, not even say it, and just prefer it. Right. And
2: Just do it. <laughs> yeah. You Let's get used to Let's say it this way. You know what makes me wet? Let's
1: that's say what you it. say at the brunch table.
2: That's at the brunch table. You know what makes me wet? when a guy likes my profile and I don't have to like his yeah. and I got to me perfectly understandable. I hear that. And I'm like, this person gets it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if say- I, but if I heard someone go, well, I am just traditional. I'd be like, this person's out of their fucking mind.
1: Right. Cause you're feeling judged then from that.
2: Yeah. And they're not being specific enough to be vulnerable. They're not. They're not even. What does that
1: even mean? Right. It'd be like instead of saying I prefer not to date a teacher, you said I just. You know, I'm anti the American educational system. Right. <laughs> right. That's just about you know. It's just a thing about me. That's. I just don't what like I, learning. No, and I don't or like anyone people who, teach. who likes learning. Right. You know, or encourages learning.
2: I think these teachers don't right. work enough. That would be like the equivalent. Right. <laughs> right. If I was just like saying, right. I'm just watching Jorge steam up.
1: It's rage texting his wife. Rage. Right. No, I, I,
2: again, these are all jokes, yeah. but it's like, you do hear this tone of language, especially when it comes to dating. Like, your problem isn't being too traditional. Your problem is being too vague and not admitting to your taste.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I do this. I do this shit. A lot. You know, oh, my. And again,
1: you can have taste and also like make an exception. I think that's the important thing to, to, to know it, and that's why it's better to right. have a preference than a self-proclaimed identity. Right. It's like, <laughs> I prefer to do this means maybe you see someone and you're like, that guy seems like a great match. Maybe uh, this for uh, this is an exception.
2: I'll throw a line. Then you
1: haven't made it like part of who you are. Is that someone someone who can't like someone else's uh, profile?
2: Right. I have been... I've never been... Tur- and To answer her question, mm-hmm. I've never been turned off or different about a woman who liked my profile versus me liking her profile. Right. I've ne- I have been turned off by the profile that says, I'm
1: traditional.
2: That's so, uh, now, so. now
1: you know. You're 24. Never like a profile again. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> See how it goes.
2: You're, you know, it's, it's up to you.
1: Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com, that's newly with two Us, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two Us with code UUP20. Newly Subscription
0: Clothing Rental. Change your clothes. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready.
2: U-U-P right. at Betches dot com. U-U-P at Betches This
1: one is very sexual
2: very sexual <laughs> for
1: <an> awkward sex <laughs> so.
2: as they as they sometimes are but. and i love that and again it had nothing to do with my special but they wrote <laughs> jared your special prompted me to finally write to you both about an awkward sex story it's probably like
1: they saw the special and they were like oh yeah i got to write in it. that <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> i've been meaning to write you reminded me
2: yeah i, I cuz i was like waiting for the like the relation to like a joke from the special it didn't that never came, but someone did. This is not did. your
1: not. Spe- your spe- there you go. <laughs> your special is not about this.
2: No, in twenty. But the, my special is out there on Netflix right now. Thirty seven and single. It is waiting for you to watch. I've actually gotten a lot of people recently. It's popping back up.
1: Yeah, people top, are like, top ten again. To, uh, I'd like that to happen, but top, it has it top them uh, out? Well, you guys can bring it back.
2: That's the thing. It's the people special. Come on, share share with a friend, especially if a topic from it comes up. Okay. In 2022, I went to live in Mexico for a few months after recently getting out of a long-term relationship. While there, I started talking to a man my friends and I now call Peter Pan. Clever. (laughs) (laughs) He asked me to come over to his place one night, and after a half a bottle of rosé, I was ready to get down and dirty. We started making out and moved things to the bedroom. The first red flag should have been when he asked, in all seriousness, may I kiss you down there? I mean, <laughs> nice not of him. that bad. That's not consent. horrible. I mean, it is cons- consent. We're all yeah. about that. But also, if said in the right t- tone, can I kiss you down there? Come on, who's not a little wet? Right in. <laughs> <laughs> Taking
1: a poll. (laughs) Right. I don't think that's the worst offense anyone could do. Well, if he said it like this, can I kiss you down there? (laughs) Like, that'd be a little weird. Yeah, I mean, how do we know? It does feel very
2: regal. Right, fine. May I kiss you on your pussy? He's a gentleman. A gentleman and a scholar. In my head, I was thinking, my God, this guy's from the Renaissance. But I shrugged it off and went, and he went down on me for what felt like a whole episode of Friends.
1: That sounds like a very nice thing to do for someone.
2: 22 minutes? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll take a 22 minute blowjob. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Uh, Joey in the background. And Len- Ross. <laughs> Rachel. Phoebe. Just getting started. Right. Gunther usually not a bad thing, but he wasn't taking any direction whatsoever and spent 90% of the time licking my labia majora. Okay. What's
1: he doing wrong? It Sounds he's, like he's going on the outer lips. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> it's <laughs> not going
2: in. I eat the whole thing.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> Don't worry. I'm joking. I'm on the labia majora, labia, labia minora, I'm lighting a oh, menorah. No I'm all over that clit. <laughs> you,
1: know how, you know how comfy these, these right. awkward sex I know. Sto- I, I just like me.
2: watching Jordana <laughs> fold into herself as we read this. <laughs> I bring out a whole picture of the vagina and I put it up on the wall and I go, here's where I am now. You give a guided tour. A guided tour, nice. that's right. I like that. Going to start up here. Going to make it. To that bridge between yeah. pussy and I mean, asshole, I can
1: see how twenty minutes, if you're only if you're going if you're in the wrong area, would be right. like a very long time. Twenty minutes like of licking your licking, thigh, right? <laughs> 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 when they're like, "Can I kiss you down there?" and they right. lick your thigh for twenty minutes, you might be like, "Okay."
2: Right, That's I nice. I could understand that. Like I, because to me, if I'm gonna go down on a woman, I'm going on. You know, I want to spread myself around, right? And some of it is part of the. You know, I. That's why I'm, let me defend the labia majora for a second. It gets its time too. Yeah. Right. When you go for a massage, you go concentrate on the clit, but give me some labia majora.
1: (laughs) I didn't even know what it was called, the labia majora. I didn't, I'm not, I'm going, I'm taking your lead. Is that the outside lips? I guess. Labia, I think is the outside lips. I never heard of, I've never heard it called the labia majora.
2: Maybe those are the big lips.
1: You need a health teacher in here.
2: We need a help. Yeah, we need some Candace, yes. Candace. <laughs> She's like,
1: I am not paid for this. Right. Kind of thing. <laughs> Candace,
2: disappointedly, yes, we do. <laughs> what is the labia majora? The inner lips. There's an outer and inner lip.
1: The outer lips are like.
2: You yeah. guys are monsters.
1: Outside. <laughs> it's a complicated thing.
2: It's like this.
1: Yes. Right. These are the labias.
2: That's what Jay Z puts above his head every concert. No, that's not. Yes, that is. It is okay.
1: The labia is the outside part. Okay, but all the nerve endings are in the middle. We've been doing this wrong the whole time. I
2: don't know. Oh my god! (laughs) And where's the clit on her belly button? It's in the clit's in.
1: It's not like in in. I thought it was in the 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 middle. It's in the middle. I'm saying it's not on the outer lips. There's not as much of like a of a Uh, nerve ending. Nerve ending there.
2: Okay, this is good to know. Our male listeners are being educated.
1: I mean, it's still in, there's like the there's like the center part with like all the nerve endings, and mm-hmm. there's the la- the labia are like the lips surrounding it.
2: So the labia are my fingers with the thumbs. Yes. Okay. Where is the clit?
1: It's. In, I mean, I. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I listen as yeah, the resident really, on the guy on the, the show. Ba- the I'm willing
2: it. to sound stupid, I but would I say, thought yeah,
1: it's po- it's usually towards the top.
2: Right where my fingernails are meeting. My fingers are meeting. In, I'm just saying
1: if the la- it's the it's more inside yes, though. It's more inside. Okay, not like inside your body, but like inside the the labia.
2: Inside the the
1: labias. the fingers. The labia coming together. eye,
2: I don't know what's in the thumbs. Where, where? I don't know. Okay, I, we need
1: someone. That's the bottom is like close to like your like. Um... A noose. No, it's like where you would pee.
2: Uh, up e- there. E- what?
1: It's like the like I'm saying that like the lower you go, that's how you get like a UTI. You can't go oh. too far. In... Anyway.
2: Anywho. Wow.
1: I think that, yeah, I think that's the case.
2: There's many sexual partners of mine going, we are not surprised.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I definitely explained that entirely wrong. We'll see. We'll we'll find out. I'm sure no one will comment on the sexual partners. No way. Yeah, they'll be. Has lost all credibility.
2: Afterwards, we start having sex. This guy must have read some Vanity Fair magazine on ten things women love during sex. But the issue is he was trying to do too much at one time, i.e., putting his tongue down my entire ear canal, telling me to call him master, all while levitating my entire body off the ground. It felt like I was in Cirque du Soleil. Finally, he was. He was. Finally, he says he's about to finish and he asks if he can come in my mouth. And at this point, I want this to be over with, so I oblige and say, "Yes." <laughs> he is May asking. I, yeah, he's always asking. Yeah. yeah. "May I come in your mouth?" Yes. <laughs> I thought he'd stick his <laughs> big old thumbs, thumbs up. up. There we go. I thought he'd stick his penis in my mouth like a normal human being. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a phrase you don't hear every day. Not every day, yeah.
2: but instead he springs
1: off the bed like Peter Pan. I don't know if I, I see the
2: Peter Pan visual that they've been. I have. Promoting.
1: I have the visual of what they're talking about, like.
2: Oh, like Peter Pan, like he like jumps, jumping on the yeah. bed, arms extended, like a. Uh, oh
1: that i guess like he's I like guess a, like so sprightly and jumping
2: i don't know if i could come like that
1: <laughs> that's why i'm coming to in what he's doing
2: situations but he's like jumping around he's doing a lot of peter pan shit okay, okay. So I obliged to say yes, I thought he'd stick his penis in my mouth like a normal human being. But instead he springs off the bed like Peter Pan, flips on all the lights, and leaps back on the bed, all while I'm sitting there mortified of seeing some 38-year-old's clenched butt cheeks in the air. With the fluorescent lights now blinding me, I don't even have time to process what's going on until hot steaming cum goes into my right eye. To my dismay, he plops down on the bed grinning and says, I like the lights on because I want to see your face. On that note, I cleaned myself off and got out as quickly as possible. Worst thing is he had the audacity to call me two days later to ask if I would have a threesome with him and another girl. I responded, you couldn't even fuck me right. How are you going to fuck us both? That
1: seems like a very awkward
2: Ooh, conversation. That, it feels very sitcom. Cl- was this on a call? I guess so She texted him She said he called
1: me later Oh yeah, you're
2: right Hi, you're gonna fuck us both Click (laughs) Got him I gladly never heard from him again But luckily now I I know surprise cum shots are indeed a kink I hope you two enjoyed this Yours truly, One-Eyed Willie
1: How do you spot and avoid a man who's like so hyper sexually weird like this?
2: Right. I I guess it's like, just I guess weird on. isn't the word to me. It's just like, you're like a jumping bean, you know, right. like it's, uh, the, just I, be
1: smooth. Right. I guess like, but then the threesome call after just makes me think he's just like trying to like do things that are very crazy just for the sake of them.
2: Right. He's just trying to get yeses, I guess. Like right. he's looking for willing participants. And when you've Lots said, about her, yeah. Right. And I don't know. I guess you could say he's like, if he says, I want to come in your mouth, I would think it was going to go in your mouth.
1: Yeah. That would be like the logical step.
2: And it'd be like, I would have like, I guess, you know, I would have had more questions. Like, I I, I don't know. I guess like afterwards, I thought you said my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what What the fuck? I guess instead of saying
1: it in the moment, she probably just wanted him to leave. And then she said it when he called her for the threesome. Right. Yeah,
2: I don't know. You ever Wouldn't had be cum least... in your eye?
1: No, never. No. What about you?
2: <laughs> not lately.
1: <laughs> and you ever come in someone's eye?
2: No, it's not a. It doesn't. It's, it's not, not for me. For I I I once tried the come on my face thing. I remember one time I went to do it. It was asked of me. Okay. And I went to do it, and it was a it was a big fumble. Big on my it, I it wasn't in my. Like, th- like set? I just, I, I felt a little, it wasn't for me. Okay. You know, because I, I guess, the, what am I trying to say? It was, um. You didn't feel right about doing well, it. Well, I just kept trying and I was like, this isn't what gets me going.
1: Right. I would say you know? that about the reception of that. Right. Yeah. Not for me. Put on
2: these swim goggles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Come on. We're about to Phelps. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Um, I call this, um. Never again land.
2: <laughs> um, Candace had some good ones. No master of sex. Th- tinker my bell. Faith, trust, and midair thrust. I had, I would like to come now. Ah, there you go. Surprise.
1: Okay.
2: Written surprise. Also, last one.
1: Come on, man. There you go,
2: like that's yeah right. Yeah,
1: okay. All right. I like the, what was the first one? I think I liked that the most.
2: That was uh, I would like to come now.
1: There we go. Double entendre.
2: That's right. We love it on
1: Okay, let's do another email. You ready? Let's do it. All right. My high school and college ex of seven years cheated on me. <gasps> Monster. After the second time we broke up. We have never spoken face-to-face since the breakup. He reached out over the phone uh, to e- and emailed to apologize. He also wound up asking for me back and trying to manipulate and guilt me. I had to ask him to stop reaching out, and he didn't, so I blocked him. He recently reached out to me on Facebook. I can tell from his photos and his sister's Instagram that he was recently married. When he reached out, he said Facebook suggested us as friends see attached screenshots. For context, this was seven years ago in our 20s. And we are now in our thirties. Okay.
2: Okay. So I'll be him.
1: So just for the to summarize the context, they dated seven years ago. He cheated on her. Um, they broke up a couple times. They haven't spoken since the broke the breakup, and she had blocked him because he didn't wouldn't stop reaching out. Got it. Yeah. So, seven years later.
2: I and let me just say. This story might get people looking at you shocked. Like, he reached out seven years later. Like, it feels like a lot of the details that she's giving are, like, to show us, like, isn't this crazy? No.
1: Yeah, doesn't sound that. The
2: guy. Re- old Flame, who's now married, reaching out on Facebook. Welcome to 2020 fucking three. This is a story as old as time. This is happening. Facebook is basically a swingers party. Facebook, you, this is every cheating story. Yes. Like, that we hear, right? An old
1: flame reached out on
2: Facebook. Is, like, yes. the beginning of every Innocently. story. Yes. So, like, let's stop. Let's You're rem- on this thing, too? Right. <laughs> you just came across my feed. Why? 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 My suggested friends. That's the thing. I think, like, we need to normalize this. I hate the word normalize because it's usually used by douchebags. But I guess I'm the douchebag today because.
1: You're saying this. this is normal.
2: We need to stop being so shocked about this so that you can be a better consumer. Right. The so-and-so reaching out over Facebook, they're not coming for good reasons. You don't think they just want to catch up? Right. With an old friend? <laughs> right. I think this is someone who's going through life and looking through the keyhole of
1: someone else's life. Maybe not feeling that happy with where they are. Right. But let's read, these let's read messages. the messages. Yeah. Okay, so you'll be him, I'll be her.
2: I'll be him. And I just I, I wanted to say that first because I want people to hear these messages through that prism. Don't hear these messages through the prism of like, oh, my God, guy reaching out on Facebook. Why would he
1: do that? Right. Right.
2: Like, let's be, let's act like this. This is the way he wrote it. Ready? Hey, stranger. (laughs) Facebook has been suggesting you as a friend like clockwork every day for the last week. Hope you're doing well and packing in some awesome adventures and all the new chapters you've kicked off. It's painful seeing how immature and unfair I was in the
1: messages
2: above. That'll always be my life's biggest mistake and regret.
1: That got that got deep very quickly.
2: Right, because he has to acknowledge <laughs> Facebook.
1: It keeps showing me who you are, but oh. you know, hey friend, sorry about ruining your life seven years ago. <laughs> hi do
2: I have a lot of regret <laughs> don't mean to rehash that though and all and for all our good times growing up together it's been nice to see your photo appear on my phone warm wishes and all the best from so-and so
1: hi not algor- not all algorithms are good ones right <laughs> 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 uh-
2: I you- they yeah. are so on different pages, yeah. and and again, listen.
1: I have had. He's trying to like have sex with her, right?
2: Yeah, but he's all. But also, she's not. Re- she's trying to tell him what he's never going to hear,
1: which is what. N-
2: he just said, I'm so happy to see your face on my phone after all these years. And she writes, Not all, all algorithms are good, right? They're not even joking about the same thing. She's basically She's
1: answering him like, like a yes could, and you should have just ignored this, right?
2: Right. Like instead of like, I, I again, I'm not saying it's her responsibility. I'm not, I'm not trying to like blame her, but right. like, not all you're not speaking the same language when you say, Not all algorithms are good, right? And it's like, no, 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 he just told you. He loves seeing your face on his phone.
1: Right. Well, she's saying, I don't like that. Nah, I don't. Uh,
2: uh, but she does it in a tone that's like. It's a little passive aggressive. It's pa- I, I right. That's but fair. I don't think he's going to get But she's that. trying
1: to make it like a little light, I think. I don't think she's done anything wrong yet at this point. <laughs>
2: Nothing wrong, but I'm just saying like it just. To me, I'm uh, well, like, you haven't even answered his email. Like, right. to me, it's like you've but ignored.
1: To, to also get at him, though, when he starts with Facebook has been suggesting you as a friend like clockwork for every day for the last week. I hate when people do this, when they're like, he w- clearly has been thinking about messaging her right. for a long time. He's pretending it's because he just popped up mm-hmm. on his page. I find it to be a cowardly move. If you want to email, if you want to message someone to apologize, don't pretend it's because Facebook made you do it.
2: Right. Maybe they're made for each other. Two cowards. There
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, and then she's "I forgive you, and I'm glad we both moved on. Hope you are well."
2: That and and I will appreciate that she's put a period that what on this. I, that that I be think the end. is
1: like it's like got, heard you not upset anymore, not interested in anything else.
2: And I'm telling yeah. you that if you came across my algorithm, it'd be a bad thing for me. Right. All right. Too much shared history and, mu- and... So he writes back. He doesn't get the point. <laughs> too much shared history and mutual connections for them not to plug the friend request. Facebook had a 12-year memory of the trip to Costa Rica just recently, too. Time flies. It would be nice to possibly connect at some point to hear where you're landed on life's journey. This guy loves a fucking poet. Journey journeys and life and shit but i also <laughs> fully respect moving on regardless no you don't actually dude you just yeah. re- responded to a text that she didn't want to be responded to re- regardless wish you nothing but less nothing less than the best
1: all right i don't think that's true but. no and then she writes to us, I'm happy that after he cheated on me, we didn't talk face to face. I have asked him not to contact me. Am I right to be angry? I feel like he has a history of toxic behavior and I don't want a relationship with him. Or if I maybe denied him some time of some type of closure that he needs or something else. Sincerely, hey stranger as if.
2: Stranger, okay. I know what
1: Sincerely, you Sincerely, t- stranger, I know what you taste like.
2: <laughs> so what do we Think here. We've given some commentary already.
1: First of all, I don't think she's denying him any closure. No, no, no. He, he already also gave him that. If that was the case, she said, I forgive you. That was it's the case. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, And then he ignored that. Right. By writing back again. He doesn't say, give Let's a get sh-
1: That's the annoying thing about these kind of messages, because they're fa- they're like sort of feigned like apology. Like he doesn't give a shit about you. Right. He wants to see if you're like still interested.
2: It's funny we're on the same page, but from like a different angle. <laughs> Like, I'm I, like
1: annoyed for her because because not because like like um that he even messaged her but that's because he's lying
2: right it's funny that I'm I'm annoyed for her because it's obviously scratched at an itch that hasn't gone away
0: mm-hmm.
2: she still is an- seemingly is angered that someone has cheated on her Sure. That it, She's brought up the cheating multiple times. It was seven years ago. So she's obviously not over being. And again, this cheating is a very harsh thing that is tough to get over. It's a traumatic thing to happen. Even if I can you're understand over that. It,
1: you can still be like physically, like, like feel a certain way in your body about it. When you think about the person that did it to you, even if you're not, he's, she's not thinking about it on a daily basis. If sure. that person messages you, you could like feel it again.
2: No, I, I agree with, that I'm not denying that I'm saying I agree with what you said before too, though, mm-hmm. for him, it's not about her. Right. Like she's like, how could this, like two things I guess are true at the same time. He's brought up this memory of cheating. He doesn't give a fuck about you.
1: Right. <laughs> Which combined, <laughs> combined Yeah. Quite annoying. Very I annoying. Think. Well, yeah. he's
2: going through something. Yeah. Hey stranger. It's been a while. On Facebook, when he's married, married, is someone going through something. Yes. Her email doesn't acknowledge that at all. Her email is all, how could he do this to me again after he cheated on me? Which I don't think she's wrong for feeling. I'm saying he's not coming in with, let me go fuck with this person I cheated on. He's not trying to fuck
1: with her, but he also doesn't care about her. Right. Which I think is you know, in the same vein.
2: Well, he thinks he's so great and that he's in a situation that is not as great as how he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to these people from his past that present great on social media. He adventures and pictures and you're killing it. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes to this oasis of a person, which she's not, she's With doing that
1: used to be into him. Right. Right.
2: Someone who said yes to your naked body once before. And that's all he needs. Guys, guys, think if you wanted to have sex with us once, you will want to have sex with us forever.
1: So you don't think he feels bad at all about the way that he was acting before? I think he's
2: so up his own ass and right. he's so looking for the thing that cures his misery. Right. He's trying to cure his own misery. And it sucks that you're the person getting used as medicine for that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but that's what's happening.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of fucked up.
2: Because yeah. it's like,
1: if you're feeling shitty about yourself, find someone who you didn't make feel terrible. A long time ago. Right. But, to to re-engage with.
2: But, he's not even thinking that he's like, thinking I he thinks again, this is an ego thing too. Like this is like
1: he's he thinks he's a great catch. Clearly. R- yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> he, <laughs> he wants to connect. He wants and to he connect. Thinks, and he's asked you twice if you would like to Right. Right. So
2: and I don't think he sits there in the mirror going, Look how great you are. I don't think he does that, but I think he has said what happened in the past is in the past, but I'm a different guy now. And we have this connection that was so long ago that might be still here. And look how great she looks on Facebook and look how great her life looks. And right. man, we'd be lucky to like make this great thing together.
1: Even though he's married. Again.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's sad. Right. The whole yeah. fa- hey, stranger over Facebook always feels a little sad I when think, you're married right. and all that stuff.
1: I think this should feel vindicating to her. To be totally honest. And I know okay. you don't really like that. Not you're my not style. Not as vindictive <laughs> at all as I am. But if I were her, I'd be like, this guy is the same guy he always was. Like, he hasn't mm. changed. He's still only thinking about himself. Cause when you're cheating on someone, you're thinking about yourself. Absolutely right. And I would just say, I would, in my mind, I would be like, I feel bad for him. He's clearly like, hasn't really grown that much.
2: Right. Right. Instead I mean, of feeling
1: anger. I mean, I know it's easier to feel anger than like bad for someone. But when they, especially when they've like targeted you or they hurt you before, right. but I do think it's kind of like, if I were her, I'd be like, wow, this guy's really up to his same old shit.
2: Right. <laughs> I, I, it's funny. Cause I'm like, I agree. I would, I, again, I'm not for like the, Addictive. but I'm, <laughs> Revenge. but I'd be more closer to your feeling than hers. Mm-hmm. My feeling wasn't be like, Oh, this piece of shit. cheated I mean, he's here to manipulate me again. It'd be more like, Ooh, fuck. I guess he's deep in it. Right. You know, and he's still,
1: it would be a little bit of both. (laughs) If I'm being
0: honest. (laughs) (laughs) Right. right.
2: Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, I guess what we're both saying is like, there's a perspective shift that you have to like kind of try and go through unless, unless you're like still mad about the cheating, like in a way that's more than this guy, you know, this guy kind of popped out of a bush to remind you you were cheated on, which I can understand why you feel bad about that. Um, but if you're like every day, like, you know, have this kind of wearing it, on you, it might be, okay. Oh, maybe you're the one who needs closure. Right. And the only if that's clo- an everyday
1: yeah. thing. But I also think like you can be over something and still be like if it was like a significant event in your life. Right. It's OK if it doesn't make you like not over something to to be contacted by someone who hurt you deeply. And the last thing that they did was happened was so contentious that you block them, that you get a very negative feeling when you hear from them even right. if it was 7 years ago. I don't think that that's means she's like living in the past or not over it. I think it's like that's normal.
2: Right. I guess what I would also have anxiety about if I were her mm-hmm. that in the end like is okay, I ignore that last message, but I never like close the fence.
1: Do you think she should she should do one more closing? The- <sighs>
2: to me, she if, kind if, of
1: did that already, but I think she, if she did wants do to be that. More, right. If she wants to cut his head off, she can.
2: Right. Because I, I could understand the worst part about this is like, oh, now he's comfortable enough to message in this post. I've blocked him world.
1: Mm-hmm. He
2: left it friendly. I'm not sitting here friendly. Right, he didn't get that. So now I have to like sit here waiting for the next Facebook make message him, to come.
1: Make him regret ever messaging you. That's <laughs> that's that's See, that's where I'm getting at. Right,
2: is you write to him. I don't want to hear from you ever again. This only brings up bad memories for me. Um, I tried being nice in my message mm-hmm. before. I, forgive you. I do forgive you. I,
1: I moved on, but right. I don't want to hear from you.
2: But I don't want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, or you block. But I think a block would end up. He'd find another way to message you. He'd want answers because he's such a narcissist. That,
1: Maybe, yeah. I mean, he wants to find out. He really wants to find out where in her journey she is. So.
2: <laughs> if you've written the word journey, your message has gone on too much. Maybe you shouldn't message. Maybe that should be like a hey good stranger. Rule for the, hey, yeah, the hey stranger.
1: What millennials are like on? Facebook? Oh
2: come on! I think campaign. once you're married, you're on Facebook.
1: Is that a thing? You go back
2: browsing. The friends you really might. No have. No one posts
1: anything on there.
2: I've been actually been posting more on my Facebook page.
1: You gotten a Facebook DM?
2: Yeah, I've gotten messages. Not like the not What's like the best hey, medium
1: to contact an ex.
2: The best one—it's probably Facebook.
1: Oh, I was going to say an email.
2: I've gotten emails. No, email, you might think like it moved down the inbox. They don't use that account. Facebook, I think, is like the... Lost
3: the
1: mail. (laughs) (laughs) Went to
2: their spam. I like
1: an email because Facebook message, you can see when the other person reads it. Yeah,
2: that's horrific.
1: Which is kind of like, I think it's like unfair to the person you're messaging because like everyone should have a right to read a message Mm. and not have you know that that they read it. I think an email is like they can answer whenever they, they could see it and... And sit on it,
2: right? I just I and you think, can't use
1: a bullshit thing like, "Oh, the algorithm pushed your well." I your think picture up. I right? think
2: when you Facebook message, you're looking to see that they answered.
1: I like, know, but that's like,
2: that's, like, that's the reason you're messaging.
1: Right. Hey, stranger, again, it's for you, it's, for you. it's right. not For that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right.
2: The, mo- yeah. All Facebook messages sent are for, for you. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you Stop were curious selfish
1: Facebook DMs.
2: Yeah, I really think we solved dating on this episode. And we got Gary coming on. Great interview, great guy.
1: You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Rider jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
0: We are so
2: excited to celebrate the first ever Golden Bachelor. We are playing red flag, green flag, or gold flag. The goal of the game is to see which of these scenarios is a red flag, meaning you should run, a green flag meaning no harm, no foul, or a gold flag, a.k.a. the big yes. We are ready to play with our very exciting guest, Gary Turner, the first ever Golden Bachelor. Hello, Gary. Well, thank you very much for
3: that. I appreciate this. How are you feeling being The Bachelor? Give us like the, you know, the top line. I am fired up about this. This is the most exciting experience that I think anyone could have in their life.
1: Were you a fan of the franchise before um, being named The Bachelor? Did you know anything about it or not really?
3: I would say say a a casual viewer of the uh, franchise. I would watch a season, uh, then I'd miss a season, uh, back and forth, but um, by and large, over the last couple of years, I've watched a lot more than I did earlier. Does, okay, so w-
2: was that because you were single and you're like, let me see what this world is like? And after being in a, you know, a long, you know, marriage and being, you know, with your, your wife, like, were you like, what's this world gonna be like?
3: Actually, it was more because my daughters and granddaughters were watching the show. And, um, I had almost a little FOMO about not knowing what was going on and we began texting back and forth and we'd kind of Mac on some of the, uh, contestants or some of the leads. And I got more and more involved in the show because my daughters and, and even my son-in-laws were watching. And so that's kind of how I got more involved.
2: Maybe they're familiar with my work. (laughs) <laughs> if They're fans of The Bachelor. I don't know. Maybe they might be.
3: Uh, so. What do you mean, Mac
2: on the contestants?
3: Uh, making fun of a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: How are you going to deal with that? Because I make fun of The Bachelor. I, I will tell you this right now, Gary. I'm gearing up for the season. I'm in the weight room. I'm getting ready. I'm doing contestant previews right now. How are you going to deal? You know this this world of social media that kind of
3: max on what you're going to be doing. How do you feel about that? Um, I I actually will find the humor in it. Um, <laughs> I, I've already been online. I'm on Instagram, and I'm seeing some of the things that people say, and it's like friggin' hilarious. Um, you know, it's it's pretty common knowledge. I think that I live on a lake, so. When some of the comments were, Jesus, they're putting this 72-year-old guy through spray tanning, I I just laughed my ass off because it's like, nah, I'm out in the sun. I have a boat. I got a jet ski. Uh, That is the most uh, 70-year-old response to (laughs) someone making fun of your tan. I'm
1: outside! Come on,
3: I'm an active
1: man! Helps make make you look younger, too, yeah. Yeah,
3: so... I think it's going to be funny watching the comments there, tell you the truth. on it.
1: that note, though. Were there any things you were asked to do where you were just kind of like, I feel like I'm too old for this or not really.
3: Um, no, if you can okay. take some of the more daredevil activities that we've seen on the shows mm-hmm. and uh, those, some of those activities were placed in front of me. I was uh, an eager, uh, an eager person to be involved in them. I loved it. And the contestants were too? Were there ever a moment where you're like, was there a moment where, you know,
2: because so much of the previews have been about, you know, uh, about the contestants, how active everyone does. It's almost like it's become a joke in itself. Everyone's playing pickleball, everyone's active. Everyone says they're active until they have to be active. Were there points where you're like, let's do the date, let's go on the hike, come on, we're gonna go skydiving and you just look to your right and you're
3: like, this person isn't as active as they said they were? Actually, no. No. Hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, if uh, if I were to take a date, uh. Repelling,
0: And I was going to
3: rappel down 200 foot cliff Mm -hmm. and I was going to rappel through a waterfall. And my date said, no, Mm. I'm not interested. Once we were there, hypothetically they might not go very far in the journey with me.
2: I would assume. That didn't
3: happen. Okay. Okay. But that didn't, so
2: you've, you felt that the, they, they were on your level in that, in that way. Indeed they were. That's great to hear. How much dating had you done before going on the show? Like, I want to hear about your not show dating life. Like, what were you doing? Were you on apps? Were you meeting? How were you meeting people? Like before? Yeah. Because every single person, I know this from personal experience, when you're single and you have an awareness of the bachelor, they go, you should go on. And it's kind of a joke. And then I'm sure people said this to you. They hear the golden bachelor coming. They go, Gary, you should go on. But there's got to be a point. What was dating like before this
3: existed? So it was, it was a a real surge of stop and go traffic. Um, I I'd have a couple of dates and things would seem to go well. And then I would find a red flag with someone and I'd start all over. And so I had a number of first and second dates. So one of my rules, you know, I, I would never just do one date because I always felt like somebody could be nervous, whether it was me or the other person. And maybe the first date didn't, portray their best foot forward. So I'd always at least have a second date. And, uh, you know, for one reason or another, those relationships didn't bloom. They didn't flourish. Right. And so, you know, I, I kept crying. I was not going to give up on it.
1: I mean, I think that I think that's great. I'm really excited for um for the show. Do you feel like I mean, I'm sure you've heard this I'm, heard, I'm sure you've heard this sort of stereotype before that um, people who go on The Bachelor, like the regular Bachelor, maybe you're looking for internet fame or something like that or trying to start a career off of being on The Bachelor. Do you feel like um, because maybe the people that are on, on The Golden Bachelor are a little more established, already have a career, already in that, do you feel like there's less of that here for the wrong reasons kind of, kind of thing? Like, I don't know, if, are these women trying to be The Bachelorette? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I didn't pick up on any of that. Um, I don't think anybody really cared a whole lot about starting a podcast or writing a book or or creating followers to be an influencer. I, I you know, if if there is some of that out there, uh, I'd be surprised, uh, and I wasn't aware of it. Um, I think genuinely at at the age of all the uh women that were there you know whether they were 60 or 75 that was the age range mm-hmm. they are, they were all there to find uh their partner their person they wanted to find romance and th- the rest of it, it was unimportant inconsequential you mentioned your red
2: flags on the first or second date what were they would you have a do you have an example
3: yeah yeah the uh, a woman who wanted to talk about how we structure our wills on the second day. <laughs> that was a big, big red there. flag. Yeah. And, um, you know, another one of the red flags that I think is kind of humorous is I sort of had a, a a couple of rules and, you know, they had to be age appropriate. So 60 and above. Yeah, And they had to live within 50 miles of me. And I I broke that rule once and I went to the person's house. And when she walked out the front door, I noticed that she looked quite different than her picture. Mm. And uh, so when I asked her, she goes, oh yeah, that's my sister. She's five years younger than me. So (laughs) I had driven to meet someone I hadn't even seen an actual picture of.
1: How far away were they?
3: It was about 80 miles, 90 miles. Well, in the Midwest, that's right next door. So so
1: So this person lied about their age to make themselves older or younger?
3: Well, actually, they they were on a dating website, and they put their sister's picture on the dating website. Oh,
1: okay, that's so strange. Why I, would why would one do that?
3: I I guess they were like
1: getting their foot in the door, right? I guess, they yeah. wanted
2: to get someone to drive eighty miles. They're like, my sister puts people in the
3: car. I guess,
1: I guess, catfishing has no age,
3: right? <laughs> no, I, I I was gonna say I did buy her dinner, and we had a nice conversation before I left, though. So, oh wow, you, you sound know, like such a
2: gentleman. <laughs> I I mean, at the time, like the lake, you know, again, the world is so small when you're trying to meet someone around you, you go on this show, the world opens up. What was that like for you? You know,
3: you're not dating someone in Indiana anymore. Yeah, that was, that's a good question. That was a big revelation because I I felt like I needed to shift gears a little bit between uh, East Coast culture and... Mm -hmm. West Coast culture and a more Midwest point of view and right. so forth. So um that that was a very interesting uh study for me is realizing that uh it, at the core, everyone is the same, but on the outside, how we get to certain things is different.
2: I think that's a great way to put it. Like I, you know, I travel the country for stand-up and my, my mom's from the Midwest, my dad's from the Northeast, my mom's side of the family reminds me of Gary. You know, yeah. like I, I, you know, you just, you just your temperament and you go do shows in the Midwest. I remember in Detroit, everyone in the crowd, purse on their lap, a little bit more closed off. And then you go Northeast. It's like they're throwing the purses at you. You know, it's a little, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it changes. And you go to Del, you know, you go down to Del Rey and hang out on Atlantic Avenue. That, that woman's going to scream right in your face. And you go meet someone in California. They're going to gonna tell you about, you know, your star map. You know, it could be, and again, that's right. I think what Gary says is so important. That's all beginning stuff.
1: Yeah, and yet, I mean, yeah. y- it- y- you know what I particularly love about the Golden Bachelor is, you know, usually the Bachelor or the Bachelorette comes off a previous franchise or a pre, you know, a previous season of of one of the shows, and so it's sort of like whatever the pick is from them, you pick like maybe the most life character. You are the first time almost, maybe since the very beginning of the Bachelor where you were scouted from everyone.
2: Right, right? The, uh, a countrywide search.
1: Which means you must be very, very likable.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I would hope, because yeah. then that would mean that the viewership of the uh, show will go up. Um, <laughs> a true catch. <laughs> well, that. Look at look, Gary's <laughs> old, he's Hollywood <laughs> already, he's looking at ratings. <laughs> it, it, it does remind me of one thing though, my, my daughter started referring to me as the OG, mm. right? Okay. And and I thought OG stood for original guy. And, and <laughs> no, then a little different. I, yeah, a little different. Yeah. And then I heard someone say something about a woman who was an OG. And I go, Oh, I guess it must be original gal too. And then I realized what it actually meant. So You are the OG
1: of, <laughs> yes. of Golden Bachelor.
3: Yes, the OG of the Golden Bachelors. Amazing.
2: We're going to play a game. We talked about red flags earlier, okay? So we play a game on the podcast called Red Flag Deal Breaker. This is going to be a little different. It's going to be red flag, green flag, golden flag. So we're going to give you three different scenarios. And three different types of people you'd be on a date with. Okay. One is a red flag. One's a green flag. It's a go. One is a golden flag, a cherishable, you know, this I got to hold on Big to. Big Yes. Big. Yes. Are yes. you ready?
3: Sure. This sounds like fun. All right.
1: Okay. So here are the three things. One, she's never worked a day in her life. Two, she wants to work every day for the rest of her life. three, She's a career student and habitually goes back to college to pursue various degrees. Red flag, uh, green oh flag, God. gold flag.
3: We didn't say this was going to be easy, Gary. Oh no, that that sounds like about three red flags. But, um, <laughs> I I think the first one would be my red flag. The second never one would worked be a degree. day in her
2: life. You want someone who's you know, a career person has has a background in something. What if you know? I guess you know, I guess it, it, it'd be, ins- I don't mean to be insulting, but say, could what if someone's uh, just been a housewife their whole life? Th- this is a possibility. That's, that's a job. That's a, jo- yeah, okay. a job. Okay. That was a yeah, test, Gary. A I was trying to cancel you. I was trying to get you canceled. You, you
3: passed the test. You've been through some PR training. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of respect for the person who carries their own weight right. and certainly being a housewife or a house husband, yeah. uh, is a lot of work. What if
2: someone so, says they're a cat mom but never worked a day in their life? Is that considered a job? What's
3: a cat? Oh, you mean a cat mom, mom of a cat? They're a
1: stay-at-home cat mom. <laughs> yeah, stay-at-home cat mom.
3: And they've never worked a day in their life, right? Um, <laughs> but they've worked <laughs> for the, you know they've they've kept a home. They, they for They changed cat. the litter. Yeah, that that's got to be a red flag for me. Okay, that's okay.
1: Okay, so which mm-hmm. one is the which one is the gold flag? I guess
3: none I, I, yeah. of the. Of the choices that you've presented me, mm. if we're playing strictly by the rules, that's how we play I say, Gary. yeah, I, I, get <laughs> <laughs> I get it. i I think the uh the third option would be the gold and the second option the green. So going okay. to school a, a, a career student would be the gold flag. at least they're trying to better themselves, right. Right, great answer. Yeah, this guy's good. I'm telling you, Gary.
1: That's basically (laughs) just saying they have like a a hobby of like learning,
2: and you're gonna be refreshed. Yeah. You know, the, every few months you get a new thing that they're getting
1: into. And if it's you, you would be like, and they're like away from me. Right. You go <laughs> off to
2: school yeah. and then maybe they'll become a chef. You come back and, or maybe they become something with plants and you learn about plants. Yeah. You know, you get a
1: whole. No, I agree. I th- I, th- I agree with with Gary that it's better to want to work every day for the rest of your life than never work a day in your life.
2: I, I No, yeah. I'm, I'm on the opposite side of this. Really? I, if I'm, you know, golden flag is never worked a day in their life because- that means they didn't have to. That means I'm. <laughs> that, yeah, that will conversation. We don't have to have that conversation. I'm. I'm in prenup town, which means there might be a well, you know a small payout. At, you know, to, at to the make end this of gender
1: this. gender stereotype. That's what I would think from number two.
2: Right. Work, work every day.
1: In, yeah. Um. Now I don't have to work every day. Right. <laughs>
2: and they're off. Right. You know,
1: career student to me, it might be the worst one. I guess. Right. To
2: me, career student. Because there's expensive. no one that li- thinks they live in reality but lives in unreality more than someone who's never left school. That's the problem I have. You know that. You know. You know. Oh, I'm. You know. Now I'm becoming a lawyer. It's like, oh, okay. Well, you just don't want to get a job. You just is, don't want to have to deal with failure.
1: Never worked a day in your life, and the career student are kind of similar.
2: I, I guess in that yeah, way, a little bit. But yeah. I understand where Gary. Gar- Gary gave like Gary the, knows what to say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> gave the good answer.
3: Gary, how's your <laughs> name
2: spelled? Jerry.
3: Yeah. Can you explain that? Yeah. Uh, well, the way my mom explained it to me many, many years ago was that the Irish uh, descendant uh, of of our family uh, spelled Gary in the old country in Ireland, G-E-R-R-Y, that it's the hmm. Irish spelling of the name Geary. Uh, okay.
2: Okay. This makes sense. I, I thought it was like one of those, like every town in Indiana that's like named after like... Ohio and Pennsylvania, all those towns that are named after like European cities are now like mispronounced European cities. Well, that makes you sense. notice that? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Does that get tough at like a restaurant if someone calls your name wrong or you're, you're fine
3: with it? No, I I've been fine with it ever since early years of grade school. The nuns used to tell me my name was Jerry. And if I disagreed with them, I got whacked on the knuckles. So, oh, wow. um, Ever since, it's fine. I'm not in the least bit sensitive about it. Gary,
2: you're a pleasure. I'm excited to watch you this season. Um, This is like such a pleasure. I, You know, this is, uh, you're a true celebrity to
3: to us. This is really- uh, And this show
1: is all about love. I love love at any age. It's amazing.
3: Thank you very much for that. I appreciate- Everything you're saying, this has
2: been fun. Well, I have one last question. What was your greatest frustration with being single? Because we have, this is a dating advice podcast. We have people that write in with their frustrations. I have talked at length about the things, the little things that annoyed me. What annoyed you or uh, about being a single guy who obviously was on dating websites via the catfishing story. Obviously I'm sure you went through setups and you went through first dates and second dates. What was the thing that was like, kind of was your kind of frivolous annoyance with the
3: process? Yeah. Okay. Two things come to mind. Um, The first is that uh, around the lake, there were many uh, card clubs and I love to play euchre and I never had a partner. This is the most Midwest sentence I've ever heard in my entire (laughs) life. I love to play
2: euchre (laughs) with my friends from
3: around the lake. (laughs) Yes. You got it right. So, I was excluded from all the, the card games I did have my partner. And the second frustration is that every time I would cook for myself and get up a package of pre-made burgers or or pre-made pork patties or whatever the case may be, it always came in packages of four. And it's like I would have to thaw and cook four of them only to realize that it was just me eating and half of it at least would get thrown away or half of it at least would be <laughs> leftovers that I would dread eating the next day. Gary, uh, I, you I, are going to kill ma- it.
1: I cannot... <laughs> wait I unfortunately I'm not age qualified to have gone on your season and married but <laughs> otherwise that's a perfect answer That Carrie, is like you are coached season. up to
2: the like the wildest degree that is yeah. it's like a stars are just like us moment yeah 70 year old single people are depressing just like us <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I think that's the sweetest. There's just too much food that's, and that's I the put sweetest,
1: on a plate. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. It's, I agree. I, no, but it's you're like a rom That's like right out of a rom com. That's it, amazing.
2: Right, we got to set you up with like a promo code for one of those meal kit services. Those <laughs> are good one, for one. For one. No. Uh, no
1: well, well, hopefully you found you found right. you found a plus one to, eat, to who also likes the patties or whatever right you're
3: eating, and you gets know? and knows how to play euchre. Yeah, that would that would be great. And you're not gonna get any more out of me on what happens at the end than that. No, no, I'm not gonna tell, we're not gonna say a
2: word. No, this is, um, I think it's fantastically relatable because there are people out there, as you age, I think the more you age in the dating world, the more you're kind of left out of a couple of things. You you know, you're out of the couple's experience. You're out of the, you know, you oh, oh you know, Gary doesn't want to come. He's at his singles rave on the other side of the <laughs> lake. You know, like there's the assumption that you're out clubbing now,
3: but you'd like to be at the Euchre game. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I want to be at the Euchre game. What is I Euchre? I want to be at the Christmas White Elephant Gift Exchange, and right. I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> Gary, you're going to bring tears to our eyes.
2: I'm so happy you've probably found someone. We're sure that everything is for the best at, at, at the end of this show, but... We don't know any of the answers yet. We, we want everyone to I'm go watch be, The Golden Bachelor. I'm going
0: to be
1: tuning in. Everyone I know is very excited for this show. So, And you seem great. So I, I'm sure it's going to be an amazing season.
3: Hey, thanks for that. And and I would hope that I get to talk to you guys again after the season has been aired. Oh, yeah. We because want all I, the, the the tea. I would love this conversation where I could be completely revealing sure. to you and give you some of the behind-the-scenes secrets I think you guys would be a hoot. Oh, amazing. Well, I want to hear
2: Gary, you don't even know, you're going to be hearing from me every
1: week. You're on, I, uh, are you on top of your Instagram cuz he'll you're, you're, you might see it. But he's like, if you have to lower the volume on your phone, right. you come across his Instagram stories.
2: <laughs> okay. I'll be I'll be I, talking about you every week. Gary. I'm going to know you better than I know myself by the end of the season. All right. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll we'll well, have you
1: we will have you back after to talk some shit. I can't absolutely. I can't wait.
3: Good good. I look forward to that. Thank Thank you, Gary. You're the best. Thanks so much. Thank you.
1: Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, ABC's The Golden Bachelor. This fall, the first ever Golden Bachelor is showing everyone that you're never too old to find love. Gary was married to his high school sweetheart for 43 years before her unfortunate passing six years ago. With the support of his daughters and granddaughters, he's setting out to prove you can find true love twice in one lifetime. Watch new episodes of The Golden Bachelor Thursdays at 8, 7 Central on ABC and stream on Hulu.
2: Well, that was so much fun with Gary. What a blast. We saw him dating again, right, Jordan?
1: That was awesome. And we'll be back again on Sunday with a Sunday special. The U Up Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram. And send us your emails to uup at Betches.com. Betches.